We've spent a lot of time talking about Kenny Dillingham, and I think it's far time we talk about the assistant coaches on this staff as well. So let's do that on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to the everydayers who are here every day. But thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now, today's conversation, we're focusing on the assistant coaches. So not Kenny Dillingham. Not even the coordinators, so no Charlie Raggle, no Bo Baldwin, and no um, Brian Ward. How do I forget the guy that I hype up all year? But anyways, neither of those three guys, the special teams coordinator, the offensive coordinator, and the defensive coordinator, will be talked about. Instead, we're looking at the positional coaches, the assistant coaches, the guys who were doing so much work behind the scenes and maybe don't get enough love and respect that they deserve. Because I'll tell you what, they have really put together quite the quite the staff here looking at the young talent looking at the established guys the connections to the state of Arizona so for what it's worth it's an impressive uh, establishment or a stable of coaches that's what I was looking for it's an impressive stable of coaches just for what it's worth I'm not saying it's one of the best in the country I'm not I'm not saying it's one of the best in the Pac-12 I'm saying from what we have seen in recent years this is quite the upgrade, and there's a lot of reason to be excited about what we're seeing here right now and what we can do moving forward as a as a team with what we have. So let's go ahead and just hop into the conversation. I think the most obvious guy to talk about here has to be Rashad Samples. Samples is the wide receivers coach. He's doing so much recruiting right now. And everything that he's doing behind the scenes has been so noteworthy and so intriguing to to look at. And he's got a lot of guys to work with now, and he's got a lot of guys that he's going to be working with. They've already got three commits for the 2024 uh, recruiting class, and all three of them are wide receivers. One of them is listed as an athlete, but he's a wide receiver. So of the three recruits, all three of them are wide receivers. They're not done yet either. It sounds like, according to Twitter, Samples is putting his stuff out there like he's he's cooking something. He's he's getting more guys into this building, and maybe that's 2024 recruits, or maybe it's transfers that are coming in. But looking at what he's got here, it is quite the group. You've got Elijah Badger, who, if he is able to build upon what he did last season, has a future in the pros. He's got Xavier Alford, or excuse me, uh, Xavier Guillory. Alfred is a defensive back. He's got Xavier Guillory, who was really good at Idaho State and absolutely turned it up during the spring practices. We'll be monitoring him throughout the offseason and then heading into uh, training camp. He's got Mel Constaval that transferred as well. He's got freshman Tariq Black, who's going to be coming in. He's got Giovanni Sanders, the redshirt senior, or grad, he's a grad senior, I believe, who's back as well. Andre Johnson is the redshirt senior who's back. Chad Johnson, Jr., is a junior right now. Like 
there's there's so many bodies in this wide receiver room and so many talented guys that you're going to have a hard time deciding who's at the top of the depth chart and who's not like sure badger is like the undisputed number one here but what do you do after him do you roll with guillory do you stick with what you know with sanders or or andre johnson do you roll the dice on mel constable do you give chad johnson jr an opportunity do you go with one of the freshmen like Tariq black like there are so many directions they can go here and so much of that needs to be attributed to the success <coughs> Ugh, excuse me the success that samples has put together here at arizona state he's inheriting a talented group but he's also bringing in guys as well and it's got you thinking that he could potentially build arizona state into maybe a wide receiver factory and i'm not saying like pros okay this is not like Alabama, Ohio State praise that I'm giving right now. I'm not saying we're going to have a plethora of first-round picks. I'm not saying we're going to have any. What I am saying is there's the opportunity here to have lots of good homegrown talent, have lots of guys that buy into the program, look at Arizona State, and they're like, hey, you know, they know what they're doing with the wide receivers down there. Maybe I should go and see what it's all about and, you know, refine my skills, work with Coach Samples, and who knows what the future holds for you. I think that Arizona State does have that potential to become a – well-respected university when it comes to developing receivers. And for what it's worth, we've had a handful of really good ones over the last decade. Jalen Strong was one of the best receivers of the of, of the Sun Devils franchise, like all time, dominated when he was here. Brandon Ayuk was a first-round pick. Nikhil Harry was a first-round pick. Frank Darby was drafted into the pros. Now you've got Elijah Badger. Like, they have had no shortage of wide receiver talent. And it feels like they should be able to continue that trend. And Badger looks like the next in line to be the guy who can be the uh, trendsetter for the team to get back into that position. But you've got so many young guys as well. I'm really high on Guillory. I'm really high on Geo Sanders. I think those three working together would be an absolute nightmare for opposing defenses. And the best part is like nobody would see it coming because nobody's paying attention to these guys. But I will tell you this. I think by the end of the 2023 season, we are going to recognize Rashad Samples more. I'm hoping, I'm not I'm not expecting this because it's year one. I'm hoping more people will take notice of what Samples is doing down in Tempe. But that's that's going to be a project that's going to take its time to develop. And, you know, it needs to organically happen and this, that, and the other, whatever. But I do believe that Arizona State, is absolutely on the right track to getting the wide receiver spot as one of the most respected positions on the team. And Rashad Samples is one of the biggest, brightest reasons for that and the future outlook of this team. He's one of the best coordinators they've got. We're not coordinators, positional coaches that they've got right now. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. What I love about FanDuel is the great promotions that they have every single day. They've got same-game parlays. They've got different match specials, all sorts of good stuff. It's a safe and secure app, and best of all, you get paid for your winnings instantly. There's no better place for all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel official sports betting partner of the nba 
For tomorrow's edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, we are going to be looking at the potential needs for 2024. That's right. We're already looking at next season, people. We got a long offseason to get through, and there's no better time to talk about the future of this program than right now. So tune in tomorrow as we take a look at that. Shout out again to my everydayers who are here every day. The next guy I want to talk about here. And I think this might catch some people off guard, but hear me out. I want to talk specifically about Vince Amy. Amy was a defensive lineman for Arizona State during the 1990s. He really was like an underrated guy. From my understanding, because I didn't get to watch him, according to my dad, was very disruptive and he was he might have been like that that 90s version of their Will Sutton kind of guy. He was a very well-respected defensive lineman and had spent a little bit of time in the NFL before getting into coaching. And now he's back at Arizona State. And this is this is his alumnus, obviously. This is where he went to school. This is where he established himself and made a name for himself. Now he's back. Now he's got an opportunity to really shine here and leave his mark on the on the history of the program that he built himself with looking at this defensive line there's there's going to be a lot of work here uh vince amy's got his work cut out for him there's no there's no sugarcoating it there was a lot of departures both from the transfer portal and also because of eligibility like you lose nesta jade silvera to the draft tj pesafea runs out of eligibility uh, Trevez Moore runs out of eligibility. There were a handful of guys who entered the transfer portal as well. Uh, Robbie Harrison, Jaleel Rivera Harvey, Brandon McElroy, Dylan Hall, one of the edge rushers entered as well. Like there was a lot, a lot of guys that are going to need to be replaced for the Sun Devils defensive line. But on the flip side, Arizona State has a lot of intriguing talent here. They're moving B.J. Green from defensive tackle to more of like an edge rusher, kind of like a 7-9 technique. I, I don't know. He's playing off the tackle. Point is, he looks damn good. He looks damn good. He's fast. He's explosive. He's ferocious. He was sacking the quarterback two to three times every practice. He's going to break Terrell Suggs' sack record if we allow him to keep tally of his spring sacks. That's for sure. But bottom line... With B.J. Green alone, dude's a monster. But it's not just him. Clayton Smith is coming in as a former five-star recruit, and he already looks the part. Like He's also flashing that athleticism, and the dude just looks and oozes talent. I believe that he's going to be a really, really good player for the Sun Devils. There's defensive linemen, like interior guys, CJ Fight. I don't talk about him enough. I'm going to talk about him until I'm blue in the face. He dominated practices. And part of that is because Amy has taken an interest in him. And he's taking fight at a position of weakness, quite frankly. The interior defensive line depth chart really does not have very many guys right now. Just flat out, like, there's not a lot of pieces that fit into the interior of the defensive line, but CJ fight does. And he has been outstanding. He's going to be one of the guys that I trust Amy to really develop. There's more guys as well. There's Ashley Williams. There's Garen Stansberry. There's 
Anthony Cooper. They're bringing in so many weapons here. Prince Dorba. There's the potential to bring in recruits still. I think there's a handful of guys out there. And then obviously looking ahead to 2024, they're doing their research on some guys. Uh, Colin Simmons, who's a five-star pass rusher, visited Arizona State. He said he had a good visit. He kind of left the the future open to potentially coming back. You land a guy like him. I mean, I don't know what else to say. That's A-plus work right there. But the point is, is Amy looks like he's going to be doing a lot of work to reinvent this defensive line because if if we're just going to go ahead and call a spade a spade here, it was not a good defense last year. And part of the reason for that was they generated zero pass rush. And they gave up a lot of big chunk yards in the running game. Like this was a defensive line that just wasn't respected by opposing offenses. And it looks like there's a very different mentality for these guys. Now it looks like Vince Amy is really getting in these guys face. He's really changing the motive, changing the attitude, changing the culture of this defensive line. And I think that this is definitely the step in the right direction that the Sun Devils needed in order to begin progressing towards the next phase of going from terrible to at least respectable. He's able to do that in year one. You can obviously have a future conversation about his status moving forward, but I do really think that he's already making a difference on that defensive line. And I believe that Moving forward, this is potentially going to be uh, a a positional coach that is very well respected amongst the Arizona State fans and community. I really like what he's able to do. Obviously, I love the alumni factor as well. I'm here for Vince Amy, that's for sure. One more time, I want you guys to check out the Locked On Sun Levels podcast wherever you're getting your podcast. More importantly, and this is for my everydayers who are here every day, Check out tomorrow's episode of the podcast as we already look ahead to 2024. Look at the potential needs, where the recruiting needs to be happening, all that good stuff. It's great time to talk about future recruiting. It's always a great time to talk about future recruiting. And quite frankly, there's going to be a lot of changes between a loaded senior team and some decent draft prospects as well. We could be seeing another very different Sun Devils team next year. So join me tomorrow as I take a look at that preview. I really do like this Sun Devils coaching staff. I do want to mention three more guys before we wrap this up. We'll start with the obvious elephant in the room, and that's Sean Aguano. Coach Aguano really got the most out of his guys last year. He was thrust into the head coaching spot as the interim guy last year when Herm Edwards was fired after a week three loss to Eastern Michigan. It became Aguano's team. And he did a hell of a job coaching those guys up. We, they, The kids talked about the, the change that they felt instantly. They started playing music during practices. It was high intensity. It was, it was building relationships and stuff like that. Like You love what you got to see from Iguano, and he's clearly bringing that to the running back position. He's back on the roster. He's back at his comfort spot as the running backs coach, and he's building connections with these kids. He's got Cameron Scadaboo. He's got the Carlos Brooks. He's got Tevin White. He's got Javen Jacobs. There's all sorts of guys on this roster right now that he's going to be working with very diligently. He has spent his time getting to know these players and getting to understand their strengths, their weaknesses, but most importantly, their character, their 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 overall attitude and demeanor and like who these kids are on the inside, not just on the football field, but off the football field. He invited 
these kids into his home for like a barbecue at his house. Like he's hosting these kids when they're not on the football field to really establish a connection and a relationship with them. That is so special. And I think that that needs lots of attention. So major shout out to Coach Iguano. If he wasn't already one of your favorite coaches, he should be after that. Sticking with the Arizona native, uh, Jason Mons, who was one of the most successful high school coaches in the Valley, goes on to Arizona State. He's taking over as the tight ends coach. And boy, oh boy, does he have some weapons to work with. He's got the obviously talented Jalen Conyers, but even beyond Conyers, you've got senior Bryce Pierre, who has looked really, really good in practice. And hopefully he's able to build off of practice more than he did a subpar spring game. Uh, Messiah Swinson at six foot eight is just a basketball player who's running around the field. I would love to see them incorporate him. Quite frankly, I'd love to see three tight end personnel this year. Find a way to get these guys on the field because they're all uber talented, but I am really, really interested to see Jason Mons be able to work with these guys, get the most out of them, take them to that next level. This is especially true for Jalen Conyers, who I feel is on the verge of greatness. I think that the potential here for Conyers is NFL. And I think it could be a pretty solid pick too. You look at what he was able to put together last year in a bang up season. He's going to come into this year arguably as the number one target across the entire team, regardless of position for the passing game. He's got that kind of potential here to enter the year as the de facto guy. So Jason Mons is going to get to work with him and I'm excited to see what Jason Mons can do with Conyer. See if he can get him to that next level, to that elite status. I think that he absolutely can. I want to see what coach Mons can do with him. Finally, I want to talk about, Coach Brian Carrington working with the defensive backs. Again, similar to the tight end spot, there's a lot of talent here that that uh, Coach Carrington is going to be working with. You've got Roe Torrance. You've got Ed Woods. You've got Shamari Simmons. You've got uh, Xavier Alford. You've got Chris Edmonds. You've got Jordan Clark. You've got several, 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 several talented guys in this defensive backfield right now, whether it's corners or safeties or whatever have you. There's a lot of guys to work with right now. And Carrington is inheriting a very talented and very deep secondary. I want to see these guys play with some attitude in 2023. Last year, they they played well above what we probably were expecting out of them. They generated turnovers, and they were they were definitely the better part of the defense, but they were let down by the entire unit as a whole. Not to say the secondary was perfect. They weren't, but... You know, I feel like the secondary could have been really good if the rest of the defense were able to step up and play to its half of the bargain. But again, it's it's a team sport. Not going to point fingers in this situation. But regardless, as Carrington is inheriting a pretty solid unit on the defensive side of the football with the secondary in particular. Again, whether it's the corners that are super deep or the safeties, which are super deep. There's there's almost too many guys to be working with. And I know that I say that as a joke, trust me. I don't believe that at all. But the point is, I'm looking at this secondary and I'm thinking that there could be a really special season in store for the Sun Devils. I, at a minimum, look at three kids who I think could end up in the NFL one day between Chris Edmonds, Jordan Clark, and Roe Torrance. Those guys are absolute certified studs. I'm really excited to see what they can do moving forward and how they can 
they can take that next step with Coach Carrington because I think that he's going to be one of the catalysts to be able to get them to that next point. I think he's a very smart, young, young defensive mind. I got to speak with him. He he exudes confidence, and he feels like a guy who who is very again. He's he's confident in himself. He knows what he wants. He has the expectations, and he's not going to back down from those. So, really, really, really in on Brian Carrington. I encourage you guys to be in on him as well because I think that he's going to be able to help take these kids to the next level. I can't wait for it. I hope you guys can't either. Who are the assistant coaches that you? are really excited about is it coach samples is it coach amy is it one of the other guys is it someone i didn't mention let me know in the comments or let me know on twitter at richie brads 36 or the podcast at lo underscore sundles that's it for today's episode again tune in tomorrow as we begin looking ahead to 2024 because we can never do that too early wherever you're getting your podcast make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications to get an update whenever we post new content that's all from me today Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devil.